From the creators of the hit kids podcast, Who Smarted, and Netflix's brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as M-A-T-H. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just gotten recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time, packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making it so fun and cool. Perfect for ages six and up, new episodes drop every Thursday. Each are stacked with so much laughter that your kids won't even realize how much they're learning. So we're all about here at No Guilt Mom making your life easier. So tune in to Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Welcome to the No Guilt Mom Podcast. I am your host, Joanne Crone, joined here by my beautiful co-host, Brie Tucker. Why, hello, hello, everybody. How are you? <laughs> this is silly. I was going, I was thinking you go bouncy or something. I was trying bouncy. to... <laughs> Bouncing here, bouncing, bouncing there. I had the bouncy hair yesterday, and it was like so fun. It was oh, so fun. Just bounce, bounce. bounce Do you remember bounce. those hair commercials like from the eighties, where you'd have the girls with the big, big fluffy curly hair? I forget. Oh what. yeah. She's a Pantene girl. Have <sighs> you seen Wicked? Uh, the musical? Yes. Uh, no. Yes, one time. So Galinda, who okay. is you know the good witch, she does the whole. She's like, okay, here's how you do it. You go into the room and you go toss, 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 toss. And anyone who's seen Wicked, you know what I'm talking about. But she tosses her like bouncy hair. Oh, I don't remember yeah. that moment. And then Alphaba, Alphaba tries it and it's just like toss, toss. And she like flicks her head to the side and you're like, and is like, okay, next. We're going to do this again. Yeah, yeah, not quite. So today we are talking to the wonderful hosts of Family Looking Up, Andrea, Beth, and Camille, which I'm sure they know. It spells ABC. Oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure they were aware. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to say like I I loved our chat with them. I, I felt like I was talking with my sisters. I have two sisters, so there's three of us total and yeah. it felt I had that vibe going. It, it was, was fun. so much fun and like I went on their podcast first to talk about homework and I had such a blast. I'm like you guys have got to come over and we are going to have so much fun. And it is like we laughed so hard during this interview, guys. Oh, I know. I know. And you know what? It was an interview worthwhile because I'm just going to say hashtag 2020. It took us over a month and a half of rescheduling to get the sucker going because like something would happen with our schedule and something would happen with their schedule and then our schedule again. It was like, bah! but we stuck with it, man. We stuck with it. So if you don't know Family Looking Up, they are a podcast that brings laughter to motherhood. So very appropriate that we we're laughing the yes. whole way through. Uh, and they help moms see the funny in their day-to-day struggles of motherhood and encourage moms to embrace their perfections, which we are all about here at No Go Mom as well. So we hope that you enjoy our interview with Family Looking Up. This episode is brought to you by the Drama-Free Homework Checklist. Guys, if you haven't gotten this yet, this is our free checklist. If you are just dreading your kid's homework time, you need this in your life. Go to noguiltmom.com backslash DFH. It stands for Drama-Free Homework dash checklist. Get it, print it, start using the tactics, and you will see a calmer homework time. And now on with the show. You want mom life to be easier. That's our goal too. Our mission is to raise more self-sufficient and independent kids, and we're going to have fun doing it. We're going to help you delegate and step back. Each episode, we'll tackle strategies for positive discipline, making our kids more responsible and making our lives better in the process. 
Welcome to the No Guilt Mom Podcast. Welcome to the No Guilt Mom Podcast. We are so, so happy to have you here, especially like I had such a blast in your guys' podcast. We laughed so, so much and I can't wait to get this going. Yes, we are so excited to be here and we loved having you as a guest and I'm glad you laughed because that's what we like to do. That's what we like to do. That's our favorite hobby, (laughs) isn't it? Yes. I think think it's a great, great hobby. So tell us a little about about you and uh, what you guys do. Well, we are... Beth, Andrea, and Camille, and we make up the Family Looking Up podcast, and we're a podcast all about laughing through motherhood. We really wanted to find a place for moms to go where they could laugh at all the fails and the things that you day-to-day, but without all the crass and the language, and so we are a clean, funny podcast. I Yay! love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we strive for that. We strive for that. We stri- well, it's like, cause moms like want to listen in the car with their kids. I mean, when are yes. you like, yes. ever without your kids? Like right. never, especially hashtag 2020, 2021. Yes. 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 <laughs> it's true. They're like, always, it's like a new parasite like, this <laughs> new virus that flared up. And then this child parasite where they're just on top of you at all times. Glued and you want to listen to things but then they're being exposed to some weird stuff. So we try to just <laughs> keep it clean. We of course laugh and mock and joke and everything, but we just want moms to know that like, it is funny. This whole parenting thing is actually pretty hilarious. It, right. it is. And I think like the best way to get through it um, is to laugh because else if we take everything so seriously, we just end up crying and we yep. just gotta yes. laugh. Right. Yes. Yes. We have True. to laugh it. So <laughs> between the three of you, you guys have you have 15 kids between the three of you. Yeah, yeah like- but we each have our own husband. Yeah. So- oh, okay. Well, that's a good thing. That makes it really nice. Just yeah, it's an important, in the important like, stipulation <laughs> there. Yeah, we do have 15 kids, though. It's true. Okay. You guys have a funny story about where you're recording from today in the rooms and people that are in them. It is. Yes, Beth. Tell where, yeah. tell well, where we're at. Okay. So things got a little confusing. We all lived in the same town together. And would just get together in a normal house situation, record, move on with our lives. Well, then I moved three hours away. So now these guys come up every month or so and drive three hours and we have a big slumber party and it's so fun. It's just that I didn't move into like a spacious home. So my husband like sheetrocked in a little chunk of our shop, put some heat out here and a bunch of beds so that my sister with seven kids could have a place to sleep. But then my brother was like, Hey, there's an empty room. So he moved on in, but then we had to record. So we kicked him out and now we're all squished in the shop with the heater running, recording the podcast. It's amazing. It's fantastic. There's a random mattress just to the left. (laughs) There's a Christmas tree. There's a projector. There's grandma's artwork everywhere. But truthfully, if you're going to have a lot of kids, you have to deal with chaos. So it works. It's fine. It's actually, it makes it feel real to us. You know, if we were in a shiny studio, we'd just be fakes. I don't even know. (laughs) Right. I think that that is a testament to motherhood and to our skills of like, what does make this like a little heated space with a lot of mattresses? Let's go people. (laughs) Do this. Whoever thought podcasting was the most glamorous profession, man, we're we were like busting some stereotypes today, <laughs> but also it's like, I feel like being like a podcaster, when your kids like do something and when you're talking about parenting, you're like, that's it material. I have it. Oh, yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. We're joking that every time we get together and start to tell a story, one of us is always like, Shh, stop talking. 
That's a great intro. We'll use that. <laughs> Don't tell your story. But then the problem is we can't remember what the story was when we get to the intro. But yeah, there is a lot of material between 15 kids and three families. I, I, I would say so. I yeah. expect so. Yeah. So um, you guys say that uh, as moms, all, all three of you, you parent differently. So how would you describe those differences in your parenting? Well, we talked about this last night. I think um, let's each just take our own. Yeah. We? Tell us how you parent Camille. I think that <laughs> I am, I am in a, I, I love to connect with my kids. I love to connect emotionally, have fun with them, do things that they like to do, but it's really important to me that they feel like they can communicate with me and that they want to be with me. I think that like, that's high, high, high on my priority list. So that's, I think that's my strength or slash weirdness. I don't know which. <laughs> but that, I think that's your like style. Like you parent emotionally. Yeah. yeah yes. She's a very emotional parenter and she's like all about the feels and the relationship. Yeah. I'm like, don't have feelings. I don't want a relationship with you. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm in it for the adventure. So like Camille put it so nicely that I like, I immerse, I immerse my kids in experiences yeah. and adventures. Like I'm always doing that. Like I just gather up, I have five and I just gather up my little herd and we hop in a go van. jump in an icy lake for yeah. instance yes we yes did do that. Or, have they you done that? all sorts of, oh yeah when, Some, when yeah. was the icy lake i have to know that, <laughs> that a year was, ago yeah for um new years it was just going to be the adults and my kids clothes just came off we we're just doing a little <laughs> plunge and my little kids were suddenly in their underwear and i was like hey if you want to do it do it so they did and i was like honestly there may have been some judgy people around, but I was so proud. Absolutely. I was like, that's right. Get in that water. I a lot of cuts. could be fixed. Oh yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> you were given 10 fingers for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> so, you so you lose it. So you lose a few we deal with it. That's like 50 fingers between <laughs> all of them. So there's share. fine. That is actually share. my parenting style too, isn't it? Yeah. Like, eh, you'll be fine. Like yeah. a broken bone can be It's fixed. very much It'll your be, parenting yeah. style. So I'm just really like about, I just really love the idea of my kids having like a lot of independence and being brave and courageous and like trying fun new things. That's kind of my go-to. Although, I mean, I might be failing at that. I have some very scared kids, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hey all, it is Joanne and Bree here. And we want to tell you about a podcast that you should check out. It's called Understood Explains. This season of the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Uturbe, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. And in this latest season of Understood Explains, it covers topics like how to tell if your child needs an IEP and it busts common myths about special education. We actually just listened to the episode, IEPs, Does My Child Need an IEP? And here is what we loved about it. I loved that it was so digestible. Like it was such a short episode and all of the topics, which could be really confusing to parents, were easily explained. And I loved how they gave great concrete examples because you know how much I love me a good example. They explained what kind of services and supports you could actually see on a child's IEP or individual education plan. And they explained those acronyms that nothing drives me more crazy than when there's acronyms and I don't get it. I don't know what it stands for. They took the time to explain everything in so much detail and to cover concerns that a lot of families have about special ed services. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains, or just click on the link in our show notes. This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. 
So, Bria, I remember this one time I was in a bike race around Tucson, and uh, I wasn't paying attention. We were riding down 4th Avenue, and there's railroad tracks, like street track tracks, and my bike's tire, like, went and wedged in to the railroad tracks, no! and I totally fell down and just, like, skinned my hands, everything. Ugh. I had nothing with me, nothing at all. And it's that times where you want a first aid product and you have nothing. And (laughs) active skin repair utilizes a molecule called hypochlorous acid. When applied to the skin, the molecule works by mimicking the natural immune response to cleanse, soothe irritation, reduce inflammation, and support healing. I've used it on my son's mosquito bites, and I wish I would have had it the time I totally scraped up my hands. Oh, I hear you. Like whenever I go paddleboarding, kayaking, I'm always trying to find something that is like an all-in-one that I can take with me. And active skin repair could be used like that. It can be used to treat cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, which makes it suitable for all skin types, all parts of the body, like eczema and acne-prone skin, all of that. With over 500,000 happy customers, thousands of five-star reviews, and ingredients so safe and clean they can be used from the youngest member of the family to the oldest, you now have one simple solution for all of your family's skin health needs. Visit www.activeskinrepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and to get 20% off your order. Use code NOGUILT. And then my parenting style is very structured. I am probably the opposite of that. Oh, yeah. I like structure. I like organization. So in my home, there there are, I don't want to say rules and consequences, because you guys do that too. I mean, it's not like- Oh, no, we like- don't have any rules. <laughs> no. I mean, we say there's rules and consequences. No one's ever seen it, but we have them. <laughs> But yeah, I like, I like structure. I like a lot of fun, but it's generally going to be planned out beforehand. We're going to know what we're doing that weekend. And so, yeah, spontaneity is not usually my thing, but I like, I like organization. Yeah. All three of us do very differently, but I, I would say that I would love to be more like both of them. Oh yeah. No, like, I don't think like, no, I do it right. She does it wrong or she does it right. I do it wrong. Like I just love like so many qualities about how Andrea parents her kids and she has great kids. And I love how Camille parents her kids and she has great kids. And so it's so fun to have like these different, you know, we all go out on Saturday Mm -hmm. and we do three very different things with our kids. And it's so fun to just hear about it and think like, oh no, I should try that or do this or, you know, whatever it's. I'm going to channel my inner Beth today. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I used to think, I used to think, I think the podcast has changed me in so many ways as a mom and as a human being, because I think that one of the things I used to think, which is what we fall into as moms is that we have the right way and those other families are doing it wrong. And Mm -hmm. that is something that I have learned is absolutely wrong, dead wrong. It's different. Everyone does it different, but they play to their strengths and kids are sent to different families for different reasons. So I think that's a real blessing that, that I've come away from in doing this podcast for these years is learning from these two and from all the other moms we've talked to that there's a billion different ways to do something and every mom does it their best way. Yeah. I think think that's that's, a brilliant message. That's perfect. It's great. I mean, I also see how you guys take inspiration from each other, which is 
unbelievable because I am like you, Camille. I, I, I like the connection. I really like the connection and I, I am a planner. I'm not so much a spontaneous one. Hey, it's cool. It's cool. I am you not don't have to be. She, she's like, not everybody's got not that. Really I get it. And cool. I love you all anyways, because you know what? The spontaneous friends are the ones that like we look to like, cause I'm, I want to be I, more spontaneous. I yeah. want to do it. And then like something holds me back. Cause I'm like, no, what? I, I would. Okay. Here's what I would say that Joanne, you and I are pretty similar in our parenting. We're both yeah. All about connecting, and mm-hmm. we both. We, I I like plans. They make me feel warm and fuzzy. <laughs> I agree. I like knowing what's happening next. I like I like doing that stuff. But yeah, we have a friend. Like I'm going to pick Shana. Yeah, Shana. who is the spontaneous friend who uh, she'll just be like, so we decided to go camping today, and yep. we're just out in the we're mountains and you know whatever. And I'm like, wait, how did you plan? Did you go shopping? Did you? Do this? And she's like, no, we got in the car, Brie, with a sleeping bag, and no big deal. <laughs> so. There's probably some floor food on the car. Yeah, there's probably. <laughs> it's like a full course meal. I love that. And I think that having, having all these like different dynamics and especially in your, in your, I'm going to call them your mom friend group, mm-hmm. but whatever in your friend group, it really helps you appreciate, understand, and then strive to reach out of your comfort zone sometimes. And Hey, we're going to yeah. try this. And my idea of spontaneous may not be the same as others. Like spontaneous old guys on the way home from school today. We're, we're going to stop at Starbucks. Yes, and yeah. right. <laughs> We're You're gonna getting get crazy. We're going to do some Starbucks. Be spontaneous. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go on an adventure. Oh, I'm going to get a vente this time. I know, right? <laughs> go ahead. Throw in the whipped cream. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love how you take inspiration from each other and you look to each other for like ideas in your own parenting and respect that. That is amazing. And I love the laughter. Like just even like being with you guys here, like, oh, I needed this laughter in my day oh, because I know. of how it's gone so far. So you have some tips out there for moms on how to find their own funny and their own laughter in motherhood. What is, what's the first tip you have? Let me go first. Yeah, yours is laughter. (laughs) I mean, yours is the laughteriest one. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Like we focus on our podcast about laughter and we all know that there's such great benefits from laughter. I mean, it helps us to, to heal ourselves. It helps us to relieve stress, but a lot of people, you just think, well, that's just not funny. It's just hard. Like motherhood can be really hard where you're feeling like I'm going through some really tough things. And you know, that's true. We go through some tough things and we want to cry, but I really believe we can always find ways to find the funny. And that doesn't mean some people are just funnier. Like Beth and Camille are funny people. They tell funny stories and I don't feel that's me, but I love to laugh. I had a mom that just, she could, she would laugh at things at things that happened. She and her sister would get together and just cackle. And so I think that we can learn to find the funny. And I think it's a muscle that you can practice. And so I think some things that we can do as moms, if you don't feel like you're a funny person, you can help to find the funny. You know, I think we've heard lots of times that what you focus on increases. If you're buying a new car, all of a sudden you see Toyota Sienna's everywhere. And so we can look for the funny. You can just plan every day to find a funny meme. Or if you find funny things, save them on your phone so that every day you're checking your phone, just give yourself like a 15 minute funny break. Things that you can laugh about, even find like funny, funny friends, funny moms. So I mean, that's one thing with this podcast we talked about 
earlier that I look for all the time now because I'm looking for material. So when my yeah. kids do something that is funny, I have to put it in my phone because I think I'm saving that for the podcast yeah. or, you know, and I share that with my friends. I share it with my sister all the time. And so the more that you're focusing on the funny and there's so many funny things and uplifting in a time when I feel like you get on Facebook and you're just like, oh my gosh, there's so much negativity and sadness that makes us just focus on that find ways to focus on the funny. And I think that you'll find that there's a lot more funny in motherhood than you originally thought there was. Mm -hmm. I agree. That's a wonderful tip. And it's interesting because I know like I, I totally promote counseling and mental health. And when I was going through it for a depression, one of the things my therapist told me to do is to like make time every day and watch something funny, like funny cat videos, funny, anything. And when you're so deep in it and you feel like everything is negative, negative around you, it could be hard to even realize what you find funny, but I think just keeping an open mind and like putting it out there that you're looking for it, it's going to come to you. Yeah. Yeah. And we think like, we think laughter is so important and you can laugh at so many things, but it's even easier and more fun to laugh when you have a friend to laugh with, right? Like when, Mm -hmm. when your mom and sister got together and that's why we feel like moms just need moms. Like it's just not as fun to sit and laugh at my toddler who did something ridiculous. It's so much more fun to call my friend and be like, Oh my word, you should see this. He has flour everywhere or whatever's happening. And like, we just need moms. We need other moms to point out that that was actually funny. And sometimes we need to point out to them, like it's, that was actually hilarious. You know, when your friend calls you crying because something and you can find humor in it and she just can't yet, like she needs you there to like, be like, okay, I know this is sad, but seriously, please visualize with me how yes. ridiculous this moment <laughs> yes. is. Like it is awesome. Let's you pause do. and come back through this. Yes. But yes. I, I love that sometimes too, like you never know when you totally just made someone else's day too with those little things. Yeah. Yes, like absolutely. And someone's like, I was having a really crappy day, but that actually made me laugh out loud. <laughs> it's way better now. Yes. You, you mentioned that because my sister just became a mom. Like my nephew now is 18 months and she's like, oh my gosh, he's so stressful. He like runs through the house. He's like a little demon. Feral. And he like, he's a, he's a feral child. <laughs> she says, he's a feral child. <laughs> Joanne's like, welcome to motherhood. And I'm like, <laughs> He's a toddler. That's how it is. <laughs> but like just having those moms to share stories with, because then I was able to tell her, I'm like, do you know what? Do you know what my son did? He like, when he was that age, he got a glass of my wine off of the counter, filled it over his head and then went and oh, go geez. to open the oven. Like, and I'm like, like they're just crazy. But yes. you don't have moms to share that with. You don't know how normal it is and yep. how important it is to laugh. And and it's great when you can laugh at your child looking like he came out of a scene from the movie Carrie. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) And you know, sometimes in the moment it seems hard and it seems sad, but we interviewed a comedian that's a mother and she gave some great advice. And she said, look at the intention. Was the intent you know, malicious or what they're doing. Was it malicious? And also think about if you saw somebody else's child do this, would you think it's funny? And if you can answer, you know, both of those that, yes, it's funny, then write it down, go tell the friend. But yeah. So sometimes it's hard for us to see that it would be funny, but I guarantee you in a year, in maybe even a week, but if not in a year, five years, you're going to wish that you'd written that down and you're going to laugh at the things that your kids did. So you've Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. 
Hey guys, Brie here, and let me tell you, April is a killer time of the year for me because it is crazy allergy season. I swear, everything that is in bloom looks fantastic and beautiful, but it makes it so I can't breathe. I am literally coughing, sneezing, rubbing my nose. I look like Rudolph half of the spring. It's terrible. But luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies like I do, we live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can finally breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine is the best decongestant available. It relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy, watery eyes, itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I absolutely love it. It is the only allergy medicine that works for me. So if you're ready to live life as if you don't have allergies, it's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just one quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask-Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. Given us two tips so far, when you feel like crying, just laugh and then find your people. So what's your third tip? So I think our third tip really focuses in on moms taking care of their own mental health because having a good outlook is crucial to being able to laugh. So we, our third tip is moms are people too. I think so often in the world of motherhood, you know, we have kids that range range from the ages of 20 to two. Is that right? And so we've been there. We know all those ages and you just get lost. You get lost in the needs. The nature of being a mom is to cover the needs of others. That's what a mom is. That's what a mom does. But it's so hard for moms to also just keep their own identity of I'm Camille and I'm also a mom. And we just lose ourselves to I'm the mom and I take care of everybody's needs and I put fires out all day and that's all I ever do. And because of that, the world is bleaker. It is harder. But when we can retain a piece of ourselves, so if we love to read, making sure that we are actively reading and filling our bucket, or if we like to laugh, making sure that we're watching funny cat videos (laughs) that, you know, just before this interview, I was showing (laughs) Beth a video of someone who did a practical joke and I was weeping. I had tears because I love those videos. Oh my gosh. Do you guys ever watch the Holder and his family? 
Yes, oh, they're they're right? very funny. Oh, mm-hmm. I gotta watch them. They're very funny. Oh my gosh, we were just tearing up at one this morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so finding the things that fill you and give you your identity is crucial, and and that's part of the reason why doing this podcast is so fun is because we feel like it helps us to keep our identity as who we are while we promote motherhood. Can I also say along with that about just moms being people too, I feel like not being ashamed of that person that you are is so important, right? So often I don't want to be this spontaneous mom. Like I would love to wake up and be like, okay, look, a schedule children. And now we will follow it. In my mind, I think that sounds really great, but that's not how I parent. And when I try to parent that way, it's so like, it's not authentic. It's uncomfortable. I hate it. We're all miserable, but we feel bad because we think, well, this is how a mom should be. Moms don't, Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, like if you love to run and you're gone four hours, well, now you have bad, like you have mom guilt because you were gone so long. You shouldn't be gone, but you love to run, you know, all these things, just like find what makes you, you, and then don't feel bad about it and just be that mom. If you're the mom that is spontaneous, then just be spontaneous. If you're an organized mom, be great at being organized. If you're all about feelings and snuggling, I don't want to snuggle personally, but if you do that, then like, it's get off of me. (laughs) Camille's like, let me give you a hug. She wants to hold me close to her bosom. Stop. (laughs) But like, like, I just think that goes along with that of just knowing who you are and then not being ashamed of it. Just be the mom and the person you are. Right. Because you're not just a mom. Yeah. I went through something like that a few years ago where I, I went through a divorce and when I got divorced, suddenly my kids are with me 50 50 and I was sitting there twiddling my thumbs going well I don't know what I do if I'm not like taking my daughter to dance and helping my son and doing this and like I don't know who I am and I lost my identity and it freaked me out but I found it Mm -hmm. and it's so and now I'm much more authentic and my kids are constantly and my daughter's like I can't believe you're so into this and that and I'm like I always have been I just kind of put it in the back seat because I had other things and (laughs) it's kind of scary yeah and you don't know who you are as a mom either because some of us have been in this role and we all felt like I was one of the moms who were like, Oh my gosh, I'm not going to like lose my friends. I'm not going to like stop going out like with people. And then motherhood just comes in and all of a sudden you're responsible for these things and you get in this routine so that you don't know what you like anymore. And that's when it gets really scary when you don't Mm -hmm. know what makes you happy and what lights you up. Mm -hmm. Right. And it really being a mom, we think is the most important thing you can possibly do. It's amazing. Being a mom is hard and it's amazing and it's full of worry and it's full of laughter and all of those things. The last thing moms need is to feel shameful. That's the very last thing. It doesn't help them. It doesn't help their kids. It doesn't help their husbands or their partners. So understanding that you're the best mom that you can be and that that is perfect. And that I love it. And that, you know what perfection or not perfection, but your best effort usually looks pretty mediocre when you look at it. That's usually what we all look like. <laughs> and that's perfect. That's great. Oh, like what is it? going back to the Holderness family? You have that. Uh, oh, shirt that's doing like, the best, best I, can. I can. Doing the best I can. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like so, I parented the best I could today. <laughs> Woo! Yep. So this is something that we ask everybody. What is your favorite hack for making your kids more self-sufficient? Okay. My, my favorite is having them make their own lunches. I washed my hands of it a few years ago and I was like, listen, here's the snack tray. Here's the bread. Here's the peanut butter. It's all there. And I have not made a lunch and I feel free. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I haven't made a lunch either. Like, so virtual high five on that one. Yeah. (laughs) 
For me, my hack is I don't, I let my kids do the communicating. So if they, if they have doctor's appointments, they make the doctor's appointments. If they have issues with their teachers, their coaches, they need to be the one to talk to their, if they're having issues at school, I can certainly help them before. And I will kind of coach them, but maybe if they need ideas, what they're supposed to say, but they need to advocate for themselves and they need to make those conversations happen. That is awesome. Yeah. It actually gets a little weird when the five-year-old is making their own <laughs> I appointment. Know. Can I have the, the doctor's, the doctor's office is going, uh, where is your mommy? <laughs> mommy clarifies, doesn't help. It, my youngest is 11. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter, mister. You're talking to me. <laughs> My hack is that I have always felt like my kids are old enough to do their homework. Old enough at kindergarten? Yes. Another high five. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I say, well, I don't know no, because I'm I homeschooling don't... my kindergartner right now and I don't remember the others, <laughs> but I very much feel like they understand that they have homework. They understand what my expectations are. If they need help, they know how to ask me. So I don't hover over the homework. If they say, oh, I got to go write a paper. I'm like, well, good luck. <laughs> I'm going to go write my podcast episode thing I got to do. So we'll both suffer. But, you know, <laughs> but I, I, I try really hard to not honestly ride them too hard because I feel like they understand what the expectations are. They want to go to college. They understand what they ought to be doing. And I trust them to do that. And because of that, I feel like they, they do it. Yes, definitely. I think those are all amazing. They're all amazing. I, I love every single one of those. Mm -hmm. Those are things that I strive for. I don't always get them 100%, but I certainly strive for a lot of those. <laughs> well, neither, neither do, do we. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? It's yeah. always the idea. I'm sorry, did we confuse like, you? Yeah, no, exactly. We do that. We don't do yeah. it all the exactly. time. Exactly. <laughs> Striving for it is what counts. It's striving the effort. So what's coming up for you all that you're excited about? I think our big project has just been growing our new website. Camille has been working her guts out for months and months and months. We've launched our new website, Family Looking up podcast.com and what we're really excited about on it is we have a merch store we have some really cute shirts fun merchandise for people to buy for themselves or sisters or whoever and then also coming up is printable and like um, digital files just cool things that we're doing our we've books got, we're reading and yeah we've got like book lists on there we've got a place where you can go to read mom's fails all of their mom fail stories that are just hilarious there's a recipe section called the hungry games <laughs> yep. it's funny you see that guys it's like yep. the movie it's like the movie <laughs> i see what but you did there see. <laughs> you see it you see it uh -huh. yeah so it's what we really want is for it to be just an all-around great resource for moms to go to find no guilt humor resources that is excellent there's never there's never enough of that never never yeah. never too much no but so awesome thank you guys for coming on it has been a blast like i kind of knew it would be just like knowing <laughs> it, you guys before <laughs> and we'll talk to you soon hey, thank, thank you, you so much. So I, I love their perspective and especially when we were talking about going on road trips and having to prepare for the road trips and how we'd have to like pack all the food. And then Beth is like, oh, look, it's floor food. <laughs> you can just oh. use that. Just pick it up off the floor. You just pick it up. Chip. It's all yeah. good. Floor food. It's we, all good. We, we have enough to be adventurous and uh, we can make this work. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so like, that's so the attitude though. It's so the attitude you need to do to, to have to be spontaneous. I know you do. And it's like, 
Yeah, I'm definitely a planner. So I try to plan for all that stuff. But I do I'm reflecting back now, I think there are plenty of times where I realized that my planning felt short. Mm-hmm. So I turned into the whole like, okay, we're just gonna make this work. We're just gonna make it work. Just make it and work. And just yeah. do it. And it's it's fun when you can let go. It, it's fun. It is. It's hard for me to let go too because like even this weekend, my sister's gonna come up, we're gonna go hiking. Ooh. And I'm already thinking, okay, I need to put some snacks in the bag. So if I don't have snacks, my son gets really, really grumpy and then the hike will be no fun. And like, oh my gosh, I start snowballing into this fear scenario. Right? We try yeah. to prepare for everything. And sometimes it's like a it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You're you're almost setting yourself up for something to go wrong because you can't possibly if there's one thing that Hallelujah out there, if y'all agree with me on this. Mm-hmm. If there's one thing we know for sure about motherhood is that you cannot prepare for everything in motherhood. No. There is, life is, you'll be perfect with your plan A, B, C, and D. And then what do you know? Plan F is going to be what's going to come out. Yeah. Come out to go. Yeah. I can't remember where we said this, but it was like, just suck up and deal. I think that was a Girl Scout camp counselor thing. Yeah. <laughs> we would, we counselors would say it to each other. We'd be like, just suck up and deal. Um, right. Because it's, you know, life gets hard and you just need to, it won't be perfect and you just have to suck it up and deal. Yeah. But I, I loved, I loved chatting with them. It kind of felt like we were almost back to like normal times. Yes. You know, I would hang out with my girlfriends uh-huh. and just talk and just enjoy the, the perils of parenthood and just being able to laugh at things is so so special it is so important it's so important so we hope you have those friendships in your life um and if this episode brought you some joy we would love to hear about it write to us at hello at noguiltmom.com tell us what you got out of this episode we we love getting these emails like every time we get an email like this we're like oh my gosh and we record a video back because we're so excited we're like somebody listened to us and if you loved it, give us some love. Give us a rating. You know, maybe leave a review. Definitely hop on over to Family Looking Up. Give them a little love too, man. It's It helps us get these lovely, fun podcasts out to everybody. Yes. Right? So until next time, remember, the best mom is a happy mom. Take care of you. And we'll see you later. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts.